Thank you for tuning in today on Voyage Through the Bible with Billy G. Nolan, where his heart is to fortify and strengthen your relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this mini teaching, and if you need prayer, if you would like more information, or you simply want to join us as we voyage through the Bible, go to www.voyagethroughthebible.org. Voyage Through the Bible. We're in southeast Arkansas in 1920. It's, it's a swamp. It's that kind of area. We're uh, enjoying the area, but it's not constantly water. There's dry places, and there are large areas. There's towns and villages and even farms, and sometimes our houseboat is in a place where we can communicate with all these different places. We have a plan to show you through the stories of the many aspects of God's dealing with the human race, past, present, and future. On a parallel with these storytellings, I'm going to be discussing the survey of the Christian life. And as we go through all of these stories, we'll be looking at the enabling power of God to save the worst and the best, causing his great power to be a part of our lives. God the Father has a plan. Jesus enacts the plan, and the Holy Ghost empowers the plan, giving us opportunity for each one of us to have a promise from God. And we'll continue to read the verses that apply to uh, having spiritual gifts. In Ephesians 4, 12 through 16, to equip his people with work of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach the unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God because becoming mature, attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth like the waves of the sea, blown here and there, here and there by the winds of teaching and by cunning craftiness of people and their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in, in every respect mature in the body of his will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves, blown here and there by every wind of teachings, by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful schemes. Instead, speaking the truth and love will grow up to become the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ himself. From him, the whole body joints and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love in each part to do its work. Second Timothy 1, 6 through 8. For this reason I remind you, fan into flame the gifts of which is in you, the laying, that was by the laying on of hands. For the Spirit of God gives us, does not make us timid, but it gives us power and love and self-discipline. 1 Corinthians 12, 16. 
And if the ear shall say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not be for the reason to stop being a part of the body. In Ephesians 4, 13 through 14, until we all reach the unity of faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We're no longer infants. In 1 Peter 4, 10 through 11, each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. In 1 Corinthians 4, 2, now it is required of those who have been given a trust that they must be proved faithful. 1 Corinthians 14.1 Follow the way of love and eagerly desire spiritual gifts. Again, it, it will be like a man going into a journey. He calls his servants and entrusts his wealth to them. To one he gave five bags of gold. To another he gave two bags and another one bag and each according to their ability. The one man who had received five bags earned five more. And also the one that had two bags gained two more. But the one who had received one bag went off and dug a hole and buried it to make it safe. The master returns to settle accounts with them. And the one said, I have given I gained five bags. And the master said, Good, faithful servant, you have been faithful with a few things. I will give you, make, make you in charge of many. The one who had two bags, the master said, You have increased it two more. Come and share in my happiness. Then the master turned to the one with one bag, and he said, the man said, I know that you are a hard man, harvesting where you did not sow and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went and hid the gold in the ground. See, I, bo I brought what belongs to you. The master says that he's a wicked, lazy servant. You could at least put the money with the bankers to make interest. So he took the bag of gold and gave it to the one as a reward to the one with 10 bags. And whoever will be given more, they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken away. He sent the man with one bag away. This is a combination of two events, two stories. But both of them explain our privileges as people of God. I've heard the term plead the blood. There's always been in the history of man a tribes of people who have a blood covenant. The American Indians called it the blood brother. It involves the giving of gifts, the swearing of vengeance if you don't keep the covenant, 
and a declaration of blessings on anyone who does keep it. It has an oath with it. Sometimes you exchange gifts. If you do not keep the covenant, there's a danger of judgment, physical inflicted harm. There was a missionary in the last century. He was in Africa and he was in the core of Africa where it had never been explored. So he was a missionary explorer. His health was frail. He was breaking new ground and was preaching in many places. And he went and moved forward. And one of the tribal kings said, we need to cut the covenant. We need to exchange gifts. One of the things that kept this missionary alive was a goat that the missionary had. And the native king said, I will take the goat. So the king gave the missionary a staff with an emblem on top. Missionary thought, I got the short end of this. But he went on his way and went to a hostile tribe where they killed people, readiness. He used the staff to walk with and the hostile king saw the staff and immediately wanted to give him anything he wanted and allowed him to speak to anyone he wanted and give him a space to speak in. He asked his friend that was with him, what was this about? Why did he change his mind? And he said, the staff showed the power of the covenant that you cut. If you harm him, we go to war. God's covenant is between the Father God, Jesus, and us. It's enacted with the power of God, and there is a power in the covenant that we possess. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast from Billy on this episode of Voyage Through the Bible. This journey and its many adventures lead you into the mysteries of creation and man, not only to know the Bible, but to experience it and live it. If you would like to sow into this ministry and be a part of somebody else's journey as they learn about God, please visit our website, www.voyagethroughthebible.org.